This is a HeadGum Original. Monday energy. Yeah. Yeah. We're cheering. We're screaming. Yes. And ultimately, we have to make more noise than we usually would. Yes. Because we're the only two people here. That's right. That's right. Welcome to the pit wall. This is a Formula One podcast for casual fans. I am your podcast principal, Casey Donahue. I'm joined... By the one and only Marika Brownlee. So true. Uh, it's just us. It's just us. Classic. Hey, we, we tried. We I tr- tried a lot. We tried. <laughs> you know, tried you, ask, you ask people, will you do this podcast? And sometimes they're like, yes, but you got to ask. You got to ask with more time so i could watch this race which is what time totally what is the race what time is the race totally what is this valid. why are you watching it yeah and sometimes you know you're you, you ask too late and then sometimes you ask a co-host of the show if they can do it and they don't <laughs> respond at all or they respond saying yes and then don't respond to subsequent um, follow-ups, which honestly, at this point, uh, not to get too into producer talk, but mm-hmm. maybe we just got to start sending out invites willy-nilly and see who shows up. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If they say, I can do this date, send an invite. No matter the time, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Listeners, you let us know how we should... (laughs) Run a podcast. How we should do this. (laughs) How do you deal, ultimately, with two men with children and a man that's kind of a a child? (laughs) You tell us, and we'll figure it out. You tell us, we'll figure it out. Uh, s- send us a DM on Instagram at pitwallpod. Uh, but hey, but we watched this race. We watched this race as we do every race. Uh, mm-hmm. That That is the constant of this show. Much, much to Carl Tart's disbelief. He really couldn't wrap his head around it. And I, I don't really blame him, but... Yeah, uh, you know, I get where Carl's coming from. The first race I watched was uh, last last year, Miami GP, and it was it's uh the barrier to entry is high. Yes, very for Formula One. Uh, I wanted to turn it off. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is this is kind of boring. I don't know who anybody is. Uh. Uh, the season had already started. Uh, 
It was a brand a, new racetrack. A brand new racetrack. I didn't understand the numbers on the side of the screen. I'm no. like, why is, why is this guy eight seconds behind, but the guy behind Sometimes him is only one second behind? Me. It's confusing. There's a lot happening. But then once you... If you <laughs> once give you some dial time, in. Once you dial in. Once, once you understand what all the buttons do on the steering wheel, then... <laughs> You enjoy this mm-hmm. sport. So I so don't blame him. I, we can't and blame I, him. I wouldn't blame anybody else we have on the show who's like, this sucks. Yeah. It's a high barrier to entry, as you said. Yeah. Um, Here's another unrelated thing, but we both saw the movie The Killer this weekend. Can oh, I convince yeah. you to watch Michael Fassbender's Road to Le Mans series on YouTube, uh, yeah. sponsored by Porsche. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the easiest thing to convince me to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should watch it. I've tried to make so many people watch it. Um, it's, Does he still do it, or is it like? Uh, uh, I honestly like, don't know because spoiler alert: <laughs> he made it to Le Mans. <laughs> he got there. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't checked up on this year, to be honest. Mm. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of great characters. Oh, there is a season four. <laughs> Huge news for me. Um, that was last updated March of this year. So I'll be digging into that. Okay. I assume it's about this year's honestly. The one that I was at, so I should probably watch it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, uh, but it's yeah, great. I would check it out. The killer just made me think of it because both feature a lot of shots of Michael Fassbender being quietly stressed out, mm-hmm. um, which I think is good. Good watching. Oh yeah, I loved the killer. Uh, I had, had a great, a great time. time. Wow. Had a great time. So far, listeners, if you're listening to the show, this is probably the first two reviews you've heard of The Killer. <laughs> and both of them are, we had a great time. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends did not and was like, I can't believe you liked this movie. But I was oh my like, God. I thought it was one of David Fincher's best movies. <laughs> what a, what a, uh, for me, a movie where I can just watch Michael Fassbender do things and also hear 10 different The Smith songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to like that. You're crazy. I love a movie about a person doing a job. <laughs> yeah. And that's all the movie's about. That's all about. it is. That's what I want to watch. And this is this is this movie is that he's like, it, and it's just one job he's trying to do. Just one job. <laughs> it's hey, great. It's good. No notes. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the killer. Although we could, if you want us to, if you want us to talk <laughs> about the killer. Virtually no <laughs> if driving. You want us to? At one point, he was driving, and I was like, wow. If only the, he were going a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember when he was driving, but I believe it was he like was. a Jeep in Costa Rica or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ultimately. Anyway. Anyway. We're talking about Mexico. We're talking about the Mexican Grand Prix, not David Fincher's The Killer. No. 
now in select theaters. <laughs> and streaming somewhere, I won't say. Yeah. You know, uh, there was a lot of people in the in the uh in the theater for the killer, which which I, I was really happy to see. See, I canceled my Netflix subscription. So wow. I had to go see it in the theater. Wow. And uh, I went on a, fr- a Friday night, 10 p.m. There was like 40 people in the theater. That's pretty good. I went 3 p.m. Saturday. No, I went 1, 1.45 p.m. on Saturday. And here's what I'll say. After I got out of the movie, there was a line outside the theater. It was at the Paris Theater, which unfortunately is a theater that Netflix bought. But I won't get into mm-hmm. that. Uh but there's a line outside. I don't know why. The next movie was at 7.20 p.m. It was 4.30. Oh, my God. I don't know what was going on. It looked like there were two guys in the co- in cosplay. They For had the killer? Like, yeah, they had, like, Hawaiian shirts. My friend was and like, are hats? they in cosplay? <laughs> well, they didn't have hats. It, it truly was a situation where I was like, they're either weirdly dressed, kind of alike, and also uh-huh. kind of like a character in this movie, or they're fully, they did it on purpose. I really couldn't tell. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know what that line was about. If anyone was in line at the Paris Theater Saturday afternoon, let me know. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah, slide into the DMs at Pod and let us know what the line was about. But we're yeah. not here to talk about that. <laughs> we has <laughs> to move on. We're talking about the Mexican Grand Prix. 2023 what a race this was ultimately really at the end of the day yes here's the thing i uh missed qualifying uh this was like the first time i didn't watch qualifying this season for sure wow um you know, it, it's, I it's a busy it Saturday. It's the yeah. Saturday before Halloween. I got, I was, I got I was at the killer. Do. So, yeah, <laughs> I watched it late. Uh, so I, I, I missed qualifying. Uh, it, it seemed like it was it was relatively exciting. The Ferrari boys were one, two. Yeah. Daniel Ricardo was second row. Yes. Daniel wow. Ricardo came fourth. Here's what happened. Uh, This weekend, uh, Ferrari had major problems during all the free practices. They were their pace was bad. They were dealing with some car issue during FP3. uh, And they pulled these qualifying laps out of their asses. Nobody knew how they they didn't know how they did it. They were like (laughs) they were truly shocked. (laughs) Um so that was fun and then Lando had a terrible qualifying because of like a mistake that he made on his base like one of his laps that was bad and then fucking Daniel Ricardo got fourth which hey good for him I don't have to like it but I could admit <laughs> that that's a good thing to have in an AlphaTauri yeah, but they did seem particularly good this weekend. I I think it was a fluke based on track and car, 
but we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see how the rest of these four, three races play out. Hey, who knows how Vegas is going to play out? Who can say? I I kind of feel like Ricardo could be better at Vegas than Yuki. I think that just based on like uh, experience overall. Um, but we'll, hey, we'll find out. Um, yeah. And then also there's all the discussions about Checo because he is the king of this race track. Everyone's there for him. Everyone loves him and he's doing bad. And everyone's like, this is kind of his last chance to prove himself. Like mm-hmm. the entire run up to the race was people talking about how loud the crowd is for Checo. A lot you of know, pressure. How, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and spoiler alert, he biffed it. Oh, he um, biffed it hard. But also before the race, I have to talk about this George Russell uh, explainer video. Did you see this at all? No, you texted about it, and by the time I got my TV on, uh, yeah. they were doing something else. It's fine. Uh, you had tacos to get. Yeah. Um, so the pre-race, like pre-taped stuff, there's one, unfortunately, pre-taped thing about Yoss Verstappen. Uh, and I watched it out of spite, uh, but I won't get into that. Uh, I did learn though, that Jensen Button raced both against Max's dad and with Max's mom who did karting. He was, she was his karting teammate. So that was funny. (laughs) Wait, she was Max's teammate? No, she was Jensen Jensen Jensen. Button's karting teammate. And then he raced in Formula One against Max's dad. Wow. Time's crazy. Uh, But uh, they had a little video explainer. It's like (laughs) very simply called George Explains Blank. And this time it was the steering wheel. And I unfortunately learned more about these cars in this five minute video where George was like basically doing a GQ 10 things like same exact setup. But instead, it was him talking about a steering wheel than any other thing that I've wow. watched. That's the second. It, to my knowledge, that's the second uh, Condé Nast video concept that they have ri- <laughs> uh, ripped off that I used to direct. <laughs> well, I I would say it, I just said the GQ thing because it was it's also blue. They are both blue sets. Oh, I, no, That's I bet all. I bet they're, they're like oh, and we'll the do explainer? it like that. Yeah, they're got probably it, got it, got it, got it. pulled up the one that uh that Daniel Ricardo did. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. let's do it like that. Um, it was great. He talked about, I learned about brake balance. Do you know about brake balance, Casey? From your video gaming? Uh, no. Because I know about brake balance. Tell me about it. There's a little, there's a little, like, scrolly thing on the steering wheel. And apparently, most Formula One cars 
usually set their brake balance with 58% of the brakes going to the front and then the rest going to the back because when they're braking in the corners, that's so much force going to the front of the car, Mm -hmm. so much weight that they need a little more brake on the front versus the back. That makes sense. Wouldn't have ever known that. But then, you know, if you brake into a corner and you you get some wheel spin, uh, you might want to adjust the brake balance to the back so it's less uh, like tire smoking situation. You know what? What I think they could add to the production of the uh, the races, which I think is a great production uh, as a as a production guy. Uh, mm-hmm. The package of the F1 show uh, when, the, during the race uh, is good. The Sky Sports one is good. Um, they got great camera angles. They got great graphics. And I'm comparing this to like uh, NBC's coverage of, of IndyCar. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that is so confusing to look yes, at. Yes, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I watched the, this whole season of, of, of IndyCar. And and I had no idea who was on what team. All the numbers are different colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got green arrows and they got red arrows and they're pointing up and they're pointing down. And there's so many of them that the like wheel has to scroll or the list of cars has yeah, to like move up. And then I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's it's bad. It's bad presentation. Formula One does does a pretty good job with their presentation, despite the fact that it sounds sometimes like the commentary guys are just watching the video feed. They're not. They can't see what's actually happening. Yeah. Where it'll like cut to a car that's already crashed. And they're like, <laughs> they'll oh, like, oh, no, no. what could have happened? <laughs> but I do kind of like that. They're watching along with me. <laughs> they're finding out in the moment with me. And that's nice. Uh, a thing that I think they could add, because they already have all these incredible camera angles. One camera angle is inside of the driver's helmets. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's that's crazy to me. What they need is a camera angle on their feet mm, and yeah. s- and like maybe a chest cam where we can see steering the steering wheel. <laughs> That's what I need. Put two more little cameras in the car. Yeah. And I want to see what their feet do. And I want to see what that controller do. Some <laughs> Sometimes you can see the steering wheel or you can't. You most of the time can see the steering wheel, but it's not close enough to get to see like the modes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I also learned that the bottom like little dials um, are the different strategy modes and there's like strat two, I guess, or something strat two or four, which is what you would use during a qualifying lap. So it basically like manages the level of your battery so if you're if you're on that mode for the car, it's basically like you're assuring that by the end of the lap, you're hitting zero battery as opposed to conserving battery for multiple laps over time. Interesting. Uh, and there's buttons that uh, there's like a neutral button. But if you hold neutral for a second, it turns into reverse. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's the talk button. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Then after the segment, Jensen talked about some paddle on the back of his steering wheel because they asked him what he 
what his favorite button on his steering wheel was, but I don't remember what the paddle did. It seemed complicated. It was about like turning corners and stuff. Weird. I don't know what the paddle was. Oh, it was, was uh, like. it like controlled the, the balance of the car or something like that. Like it like shifted car, like the weight side oh, to wow. side or something crazy like that. Uh, I guess that makes there's, sense. There's a lot going on. And I learned a lot, and now I feel like I understand the sports technical stuff 2% more than I did before. <laughs> but that's you know pretty what? good. Uh, like I said at the top of the episode, once you start getting into the, the little details of what's actually happening during the races, it becomes better. Mm-hmm. I like it more the more the more I understand exactly. One day I'll learn what, what moving and the braking means. And the <laughs> day that I learn that, I'll be like, oh, of course. I think I know what that, that means. Of course, that, uh, who said that during this Everybody, race? Everybody, everyone said it during this race. But there, there was one moment in particular I remember. I think it was about Carlos. I think it was George r- tattling on Carlos. Yeah. For moving and the breaking. Yeah. And I, I think using t- context clues, I think that means he was changing his line yes, in the break. In the breaking zone. Yeah. Um, That's what I assumed it meant. But I did feel like recently I learned that that term is different than under breaking. There's too many breaking related terms. Under breaking, I would guess is breaking before uh, breaking late. As they said also multiple times during this broadcast uh, about Daniel Ricardo specifically, the last of the late breakers. That's really wow. That's really good. Yeah, I, I like that I a like, lot. It was really funny. <laughs> Um, it sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. I don't know. I've never, I've never, I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard listened to a Taylor Swift song <laughs> You've listened in to a full Taylor Swift my song. choice. Sure. But that doesn't mean you haven't. No, I've, I've, I've absorbed a lot of her, her music. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know it, you know the songs. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, blank Space is the one that I always think. But I can't remember how it goes. It's... Uh... And then there's the one <laughs> where she's like, you're the only one of you. And I'm yeah. the only one of me. <laughs> I hate that song. That song sucks. <laughs> no, that's not Taylor Swift. Oh, no, it no, is. No, it's her. And she's like, yeah. I hate that song. Hey, uh, she's good at her job. <laughs> I don't know. That song's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the Eras, maybe the Eras uh, tour movie is a three-hour movie about someone being good at their job. I wanted to go see the the three-hour Eras tour movie again. Like I said, I don't, I can't name Blank Space is the only song I can name, but mm-hmm. I understand the Eras tour is a huge global sensation. 
And I was like, oh, well, it's going to be in the movie theater. I've got the AMC A-list. You know what it says on the app when you pull You're it You're not up? allowed to fucking I'm buy tickets. I'm not allowed to go see and it. that's why I haven't gone. Because I didn't want to pay $30. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I could go see anything else in the movie theater with, with my with my monthly $25 payment. Yeah. Except for the Taylor I Swift I was movie. walking down the street on Saturday after seeing the killer and I said, hey, let me open up the AMC app. I'm about to walk by Lincoln Square. Mm -hmm. I'll see what's there. Uh, one seat left to Priscilla with a Q&A with Sofia Coppola. Oh, and I said, I'll Priscilla. buy that. And then I immediately canceled it because I was like, I can't, I can't sit through a Q&A and three hours of a movie right now. The Priscilla's but, three hours? Well, it's two, 220, but you know, you got, you got your Mershies. Yeah, you got your 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 little previews, and then ultimately you're stuck because you want to see Sofia Coppola, but you don't want to listen to people ask questions. Well, if there's, a, if there's a moderator, then it's sometimes like, that's stick around. Sometimes for that, that's but then good. as soon as they go, and uh, we got some, we got time for yeah, that's when you questions leave. from the crowd. I'm like, and that's when I'm out of here. I don't need to hear yeah, yeah. some guy go. Oh, sorry. A car just went flying by the driveway. Crazy. Um, sorry, at a point. Uh, <laughs> what, were, what was I yeah. talking about? <laughs> Q and A's. We can move oh, on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want to hear a guy's question yeah. about. Will you read my script or whatever? Yeah, we hate those. We hate those. Anyway, this race. The Mexican um, Grand Prix, twenty twenty three. Uh, I don't know what Alfa Romeo is doing. As per Yush. Oh, and we're starting. We're say. going right into the teams. Okay. I, we we can't unless you have something else to say. Well, I, I thought just, we... I, no. Yeah, I was ready to hop into the race. Uh, I was I was kind of just gonna say, you know, I like I, I'm kind of indifferent on this race. Uh, it was exciting in brief spurts. But for the most part, not it wasn't doing much for me. Yeah. I would agree. I think... I mean, I don't know. Ultimately, I probably enjoyed it. But it. I agree that it was only exciting in brief moments. But there was like a lot of action on track. I just action. learned... I just learned that Lance Stroll had a crash. I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> he did? Yeah. During news, the race? Yes. News to me. <laughs> me too. Okay. Uh well yeah, let's 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 get into the teams and maybe talking about them one by one will remind us of some good stuff that uh, might have happened yesterday. I see. Uh let's go ahead and start. With Alfa Romeo, uh, zero points. Valtteri Bottas got fifteenth. Joe Guan Yu got fourteenth. Um, um, so uh, the crash, the aforementioned crash of Lance Stroll, caused by Valtteri Bottas, as I just learned, mm -hmm. and then he got a five place or five second penalty for causing a collision. It was Valtteri on. Did. Yeah, the crash was on lap. Uh, I can't so even. He was it was in the so points? late. I don't think so. 
I think he was still pretty low. Both well, of if them. If he got were. a five place penalty, he came in fifteen. No, not five. Not five place. Five second. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean this this crash was between lap sixty seven and the end, which was seventy one. So oh, two yeah. cars it was not broadcasted. That you know. That's the point two, of the race where they're like, we have to show Max crossing the finish line. Yeah. Talk about that for like 30 to 45 seconds and uh, whoever's and in second and else. third are yeah, yeah. fighting for that spot. Yep. So we don't have time to see a crash. No, we don't. Um, and that happened. Well, uh, that happened to Alfred Mayo and I don't know what else did. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Congrats on no points, guys. <laughs> uh, I I feel like I remember Joe coming up on the radio a bit uh, because he had some trouble. Yeah, I also remember <laughs> that exact amount of detail about it because it was ultimately so inconsequential. Inconsequential, and so we will move on to Aston Martin. Uh, zero points. Both of these guys did not finish the race. <laughs> now, uh, right before we we were uh, recorded uh, uh, this morning, you and Pyle were texting about rumors of Larry Stroll selling the team. What? True. Is that is that valid? Is that well substantiated? What he said was that this was a rumor going around rumored for weeks and i was like okay he's informed didn't tell anybody <laughs> um but it's because cognizant their title sponsor is not renewing for wow. 2024 so i think that provoked rumors of larry selling the team but i also saw a tiktok yesterday of someone being like i heard that um, Alonzo has had to do I mean I will say at the beginning of this that the statement this person was making didn't even sound correct I just thought it was funny uh, I don't think it's correct but basically it was like Alonzo is being forced to do, perform worse than Lance was kind of the the vibe from like Last week, him DNFing was like purposeful so that Lance could finish better. <laughs> Wait, is this like a theory? Yeah, it was sorry, like I was. A, I was looking up what Cognizant does. I mean, fair. What do they uh, do? I don't their know. Information technology company Cognizant is an American multinational information technology services and consulting company. It is headquartered in Teaneck, New Jersey. Sure. So how are they going to find another company like that? I don't know. Um, But yes, that was just like a fan theory rumor that honestly doesn't make any sense and probably isn't. This nonsense. Yeah, but I thought it was funny. It's like another another layer of the Lance Larry situation. I think it would be really funny if uh, if if. Larry sells the team 
especially with how the, the season started when they looked great. Now they yeah. look like worse than Haas, really. Uh, and when when they looked great, I remember the, the first podium, probably first race uh, for Alonzo. They're interviewing Larry afterwards, and he's like, you know, this is all part of a, of a five-year plan. We are going to be competing for championships, uh, <laughs> and this is a statement. And I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, here we go. This is going to be great. Uh, and for it now to be like, well, his son sucks at driving the car. <laughs> he lost a sponsor, and now he'd be like, you know what? Sell the team. I don't even care. <laughs> uh, I hope that's true. I hope that's happened because that would be very funny. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on. Yeah, I got anything. <laughs> uh, moving on to Haas. Zero points. Kevin Magnuson did not finish. He had a nasty looking crash and Nico Hulkenberg came in 13 uh real real nasty crash for K mag uh he seemed okay getting out of the car he did seem okay but he, he was got shaking out of his the hands car. he got yeah he, he was sh- shaking his hands like like uh like in a way not in a way where it was like yeah. You know, like, like, oh, my God, I can't believe like it happened. Shaking, I'm shaking. shaking. It was like shaking, was shaking it, it out. Like, like a Another dog Taylor trying to get dry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like a person that had just done like, you know, like pull ups or something and was like, oh, my wrists. Oh, uh, yeah. That's kinda, yeah. That was kind of the vibe. He did yeah. that. He climbed. Well, yeah, he, over he the got barrier. out of the car so fast and climbed out over the barrier. And I was like, OK, he's getting up to leave the track. But where he climbed was like a little hole yeah. behind the barrier and the fence. <laughs> he climbed in there, sat down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, he's he's shaken up for sure. Yeah. And he's well, like, I need to hide from every camera. I can't let them see how scared I am. <laughs> he didn't really have any place to go. I my interpretation of the entire situation was first he climbed and tried sitting on the barrier and leaning against the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he moved into the hole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe he's going to lay down or something. But also when it like zoomed out of that area, like he he couldn't really go anywhere. He was just kind of trapped over there. So it, I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that he climbed in a hole and just to wait it out. Um, doesn't make sense to me, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, the sense that I made of it was like, he's shaken up. He doesn't want. Yeah. It looked like a bad crash. Yeah. Um, yeah, the car was like in pieces. It looked like. Yes. The crazy thing about this crash to me is that on the broadcast immediately they were like, he goes over a curb and then the car switches directions and goes into the wall. And immediately Martin Brundle was like, something broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently it looks like the suspension broke or something like that. Yeah, I mean... That, I couldn't see that. And then Max did it in the cool-down room. Like, they showed the clip of the crash, and he was like, did something break? I mean, he does... He, he like, veers off. It's, like, in a turn. Yeah. A high-speed turn. And it's, like, the car just... 
He's going around, and then it just is suddenly going the other direction. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense that you know but these they, these guys are like, oh, that is not. But it wasn't. Normal. It wasn't just that it went in the other direction. They physically saw something happen because, like, because it was during like. The first time they showed it on the main broadcast, Martin Brundle was like, did something break? And then they showed the replay and he was like, oh, yeah, I see it. Something did break. So it wasn't like it was like they actually identified this thing so quickly, which I just thought was crazy. Yeah. Um, And then Max did it, too. And I was like, oh, it wasn't a fluke. Um, That caused a red flag. That people weren't yes. happy with him about. And by people, I mean Max Verstappen. Yes, yes. <laughs> he was not happy. Uh, uh, they also, they also like, on the Sky broadcast, pointed out that George immediately left his car and ran into the garage. And yeah. they talked about that. And I was like, he definitely had to go to the bathroom. That's what like, I, that was immediately what I thought. He had to pee. Like, why, but they were making... like, and that, that must mean that they're yeah. expecting a long break. Yeah. I'm like, is this like, code that he's got to take a long pee? <laughs> why are you talking about him? Um... Uh, I yeah, like that's... a red flag. I like a oh yeah a standing Let's... start for drama. But Charles yeah. was not happy about a standing start, which he shouldn't have been. Um, yeah. But... Um. Yeah. Hate hate to see a crash like that, especially when it looks sudden and out of the driver's control. Uh, that's probably why he was. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I gotta go hide in a hole. My car yeah. immediately just went in the direction I did not think it would go and it immediately crashed. Uh, right. That sucks. Yeah. Um, for Nico, uh, maybe my favorite thing that happened in this race involved Nico Hulkenberg <laughs> and Esteban Ocon oh was driving yep. his car, <laughs> feeling real confident, says over the radio, like, let Hass know. That I'm coming for him. <laughs> and then I'm assuming that they did. And then Nico was like, I'm not going to let you pass me. Yep. <laughs> and he um, didn't. And that was great. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it truly, it felt like a comedy of errors. It was like, Esmond makes this big claim over the radio that he does not have to make and then immediately <laughs> fails. Uh, and I, I love that, like, a couple laps later... Like five laps later, they're like, and hey, let's check in with with, with, with uh, Esteban and the Haas cars. Uh, it looks like Nico is still ahead of him. Uh, and it was like this was like for points, ultimately. Yeah, for one point. Uh, one, yeah, you're right, one point. But uh, that would have been cool if he could have gotten it for his 200th GP start. Nico Hulkenberg. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna bring this up when we talk about Alpine, because otherwise I don't have anything to say about well, Alpine. Let's go ahead and talk about Alpine. One point. Espano got ten. <laughs> Pierre Gasly got eleven. Um, the follow up to their radio messages uh, was an extremely 
weirdly flirtatious Instagram story exchange between Nico Hulkenberg and Esteban Ocon. Uh, Hulkenberg posted a photo of Ocon radio message overlaid uh, that says, you can say to Haas that I'm going to go for it, so they better be ready. Hulkenberg <laughs> underneath the photo writes, you must really like my rear end, dot dot. <laughs> what took you so long, Esteban? Winky face. Esteban Ocon replied to this. Uh, you didn't see mine for very long. Winky face, peach emoji. <laughs> Uh, a wow. true gift wow. a real the sport is so unserious <laughs> ultimately and, I, and, and you will never see anyone in the NFL do this after a game <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, also, that's great sorry. just fully unrelated I guess kind of related because Alpi and I opened up the Pitwall uh, Instagram account and was greeted with a photo of a selfie of Otmar. <laughs> uh, hola, Mexico. Vamos, Checo. Three days ago. <laughs> what's he? What's he doing these days? I don't know. He was at the USGP, which I thought was funny. I guess also in Mexico. So I don't know what he's up to. I guess once you're like a team principal, it's you got some good connections, and you could go to as many races as you want. That's probably the case. It would be kind of sad if he was just in. watching. Maybe Otmars are in for 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 Vegas. We have a couple weeks. <laughs> we do have a couple weeks. Sure, was... all these other podcasts are reaching out to the teams. Like, yeah, we please Williams, well, let us podcast for you. No, I know. We gotta get. We gotta go through Otmar. I know some of them have representation, and that's how that's working out. Oh, the but, other the shows that are that yeah. get access. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've got representation. We've got Ali Khan working for us. <laughs> and you know, I've asked Ali, <laughs> and of course, of course, she's down to help. But we don't know what sports do. <laughs> we, don't we don't know, know who's in charge do. of the sports. We only know who's in charge of the comedians and the actors. Yeah. <laughs> That's our bread and butter. Uh, I I um, bet because everyone's hitting up the teams that all we got to do is hit up Otmar. <laughs> and he'll be like, what? A DM? This never happens to me, especially now that I'm unemployed. That's true. So true. I'll try it out. I'll... I'll You'll DM Otmar? Yeah, I'll see. I'll see if I can get something going. All right. Um... I don't know what Pierre Gasly was doing during this race. Yeah, me neither. Ultimately. Me neither. uh, And it doesn't matter. He didn't get any (laughs) points. No. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes? That's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> 
Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Uh, Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. And it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast Vroom Vroom premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R-O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. So let's move on to a team that got more points. I can't believe this. Williams. Two points. Logan Sargent did not finish. Let's go. Last That's- lap DNF due to fuel something issues. Did he run out of gas? I don't think he ran out of like. Well, actually, let's look this up because I don't know what happened. I just remember it was like a f- like fuel injector, like something went wrong. Yeah, this is news to me. Yeah, again, it was like I didn't realize this until after the race. Um, Alex Albon got the lone points. And also going back to the free practice stuff had crazy pace during free practice he was like in the top three of free practice and everyone was like oh what's gonna happen it's the red Who bulls was alex and albon? alex albon yeah wow. um there's also an insane video that i kept seeing on twitter um of a girl thinking that she was taking a photo with Alex, but he is instead greeting and kissing his girlfriend. But the girl, like, like (laughs) the video is her phone trying to take the photo and she's standing there holding his arm where, and he is just facing his girlfriend, kissing her. (laughs) And it's awful. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) It's so bad. Uh, uh, um, I hate that. Yeah. Every time it popped up, I was like, ah. Uh, I can't find why. He, what happened to him? Uh, Fuel I found, pump issue. I found a team radio. 
Starting final lap. Final lap. Can you hear this? Yeah. Press HPP button. HPP button. I mean, this is... Casey, we should be doing this all the time. Listening to the radio? Yeah. Call the car. Back off, call the car. Sorry. Not take the flag on track. Sorry, mate. Slowly. I can't cross. You sure? No, stay out, please. Come in, mate. Come in. Come in. Box, box, box. Oh, my God. Oh He's my god. Fist. The breathing. Yeah, I'm really sorry, mate. We were managing to shoot the last couple of laps. That's why there were the switch changes. Sorry about that. So you'll probably be stopped at uh, the We were three. there! <laughs> yeah, so just stop when you can and remember switch off procedure. <laughs> yeah, we understand. So we'll talk about Oh. Pyle did say he listened to that. It was really sad. Wow. <laughs> Forgot the he breathing. Said that. The breathing was nuts. Ultimately, uh, like you don't have to be pressing talk. What I learned from George Russell is that's just a button that you could push on and off. He didn't have to push talk and heavy breathing to the microphone. No, uh, he did. He needed them to know. <laughs> wow. That was, um, wow. All right. It is weird though because when you are when you DNF on the last lap i think you still technically qualify like in the rankings that's my understanding and on the formula one like race result sheet he's listed as being 16th yeah did he so he was able to drive it back to the pit yeah, I think so. Yeah, because so that I think that would cross the finish line. Because you 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 pull into the but, pit at the very end of the lap. Yeah, but they they were like, I mean, they said that he couldn't cross the checkered flag or whatever. Well, so yeah, that's uh, different. Yeah. And Lance, I guess, also technically is seventeenth. So maybe his crash was. Late, Who knows? Later than expected. Uh, that was really, really upsetting to listen to. <laughs> Ultimately. <laughs> uh, the heavy breathing was very funny. Uh, yeah. That's such a... That's... <laughs> Look, I understand the adrenaline is pumping. He's driving a car very fast. And this is just like... Not at you that know, point. <laughs> <laughs> they said cool the car well yeah well it's real hot and he's real hot in there and uh and you know sure, you, sure. You, you get you let the adrenaline out uh mm -hmm. I, I get that but the heavy breathing is is such a like i don't know little kid thing mm -hmm. like i need everyone to know i'm mad yeah <laughs> <laughs> so funny uh that's great uh sorry logan uh hey you got three more <laughs> you got three more formula one races and you got hey you got a point and you got a point you got a point you have a point it's more than i have more than i'll ever have that's so true it's more than 
actually, I was going to say more than a lot of drivers have, but I don't know if that's actually accurate. You think most drivers have a point in the history yeah, of Formula at least. One? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's drivers with no wins. Yeah. But I think almost all... I I don't know if there's drivers with no points outside of, like, Nikita mm. Mazepin. Interesting. Uh, we'll have a to thing look, to look up. Yeah. yeah, and we're not going to do that now because we have to talk about Alpha Tari. Yuki Tsunoda got twelfth. Daniel Ricardo got seventh. Marika, you wrote a note here that says no words. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he went down to seventh. Ultimately, I just have conflicting feelings about this entire situation because you hate daniel ricardo with like everything in you 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 despise the guy (laughs) i don't hate him he's fine to me he's mid and i don't get why everyone loves him oh he smiles a lot he smiles a lot uh he got in trouble on the internet this week because he uh, was on a podcast where some guys were being misogynistic and he didn't really respond. He didn't say anything bad, but he also didn't respond in any way in particular. Um, but that's what I expect from him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, of course. I don't expect a lot from these guys. Except no. maybe Lewis. Yeah. I expect a lot from Lewis. Um, uh, my problem was that I didn't see enough of Daniel Ricardo in this race. Like I, it just felt like I, there wasn't enough coverage the of him yeah, to the only understand. Thing that I really took note of was he was dropping from yes. fourth. Yeah, and it like it did take a while. I you know he he drove well, um, but I would have. I feel like last year they paid more attention to him than in this race. And I feel like there's more of a reason to pay attention to him in this race where he suddenly comes back and qualifies fourth and yeah. when gets points. Um, would have liked to see, would have liked to understand. Um, he did, I did see a brief clip of a post-race interview that he was doing with Will Buxton. Uh, and Will was like, uh you know, congratulated him and his he just responded, Kiki Ki <laughs> and then Lando was like, La 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 <laughs> I don't know what that's <laughs> about. Um I that, that sounds funny. familiar. I feel like I've seen uh He and Max used to do stuff yeah, like that. I saw, I've but seen, I don't know like, the origin of it. I've seen <laughs> TikTok uh montages of, yeah. of of the Kiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what it is. You know inside joke you know why do why why do we say we has to move on i think that's pretty obvious <laughs> it's not just a noise right like it's a phrase <laughs> a pun of sorts uh sure yeah uh, uh, why does uh jeff play a wrench hitting the ground <laughs> on the headcom podcast that's a great question yuki sonoda had a good moment during this race um he spun out because of a on track battle with Piastri, um, and the yes. conflicting uh, radio messages from both of them were very funny. 
Uh, I don't remember what the... Well, I, I remember uh, an angry Yuki message, but Yuki's yeah. messages are always angry. Right. It it was basically like the ex- the extremes of those two. Like, uh, Piastri never says much. He's not a loquacious guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuki's always screaming. So it was just like radio message from Yuki yelling constant, even though it was... Prop. It was Yuki's fault for sure, and then Piastri was just like, "Okay, <laughs> like he's I it, he either said okay or another one word sentence, uh, <laughs> that was very calm and just like collected, uh, and it was really funny and just hearing them back to back." I'm gonna see if I could find those radio messages. <laughs> Yuki. Oscar Radio Mexico. There's also been you're looking for that. Um, okay, I got it. Oh, you did. This is this is Yuki. A lot of car driving right now. From Vroom. You're faster than the cars in front. I don't need more information. I don't need anything. Which honestly, like, a pretty respectful message to, yeah. from him. I think also they said Daniel Ricardo said the same thing towards the end of the race, which I thought was funny because that seems harsh for him. He was just like, <laughs> I don't need any. Just let me finish this race. Uh, and then here's here's Oscar. He jumped across. <laughs> yeah, copy that. Understood. Is the car OK? Okay, Oscar, car behind now is Lando, 2.8 seconds. Let's get back into the rhythm. He just, like, doesn't say anything. (laughs) He's just like, he just jumped across. Still driving. (laughs) Uh, It was great. Also, the Oscar Piastri news of the day was that someone um, tweeted that... This the sport uh, is disgusting for employing uh, bad people. Basically, that's really paraphrasing what the tweet was. Um, and it was like Formula One is a sport for scumbags uh, for employing Oscar Piastri, a murderer. What? Uh, what? <laughs> then people and then people looked it up. Uh, and it's like a guy named like Oscar. Uh, hold on, Pistorius? let me see if I can find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Paralympic guy. I guess was this a joke? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! You don't remember Oscar Pistorius? That's probably why his name sounded familiar to me. No, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a, it's a it was a Paralympic guy who was like. Uh, Australian, American, South um, African, South African. I I remember whatever year he was competing in the Olympics, there was like a lot of uh, videos about him on NBC because like 
uh, he was like a w, double amputee uh, mm-hmm. and then became like an incredible track star, I think it was. Yes, confirmed. And then he murdered, after the Olympics, murdered somebody uh, and is in jail His girlfriend. Now. Yes. Rivas Dean Camp. So was this, uh, man, I mean, who knows what this person was doing, but <laughs> that's a crazy joke to make if it is a joke. Uh, I don't really thought that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I don't know. Uh, Just stop watching the news. You're not going to be able I to think keep up with anything. I don't think. No, it was not a joke. 100%. She oh followed, followed up the tweet with um, people pointing out that they. Uh, she Pointing out that she was wrong. Man, I can't imagine hopping online, yep, full <laughs> chested, gonna be like, and this guy's a murderer. How <laughs> dare all of you for liking this guy who is a murderer? Yep. And then ha- you have to go back online and be like, I was wrong. <laughs> the the follow up is my phone keeps buzzing. I've had a few messages and realized I've got the wrong Oscar. I was watching <laughs> F one with somebody who gave me the fun fact. You know, Oscar Piastri, uh, murdered went his to girlfriend. jail for accidentally shooting his girlfriend. And I remember the trials. Put two plus two and got five. Sorry, sad face. Oh my god, <laughs> just. Yeah, the the confidence to tweet that very, <laughs> very abruptly. I can't um, imagine being like, I'm going to be the one to to <laughs> to call to, this to out, to lead this this charge into canceling Oscar Piastri. Yeah, and just totally having everything wrong about, about it. <laughs> also, someone when we posted our uh, video of Riley. Uh, just giving her first impressions of all the drivers and yeah. saying that Oscar Piastri looked like he hated women. Someone um, responded to us on TikTok being sure, like, I'm sure they did. He has like three sisters, laugh face. <laughs> and I was like, So? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what he's up to. Yeah, I don't know what he's up um, to. I'm sure he's, I, I know, I'm sure I'm he's sure lovely. I'm sure he didn't I, murder anybody. I'm sure of that. For one, I'm sure of that. For two, I like the guy. I ain't got no beef yeah, with like Oscar. I, he is the disaster, as, I, yeah. as I've been saying. Um, speaking of which. Also, uh, Lando, <laughs> 17th. Did we, did we? I don't think we introduced McLaren. Oh. McLaren. Uh, Lando Norris got fifth. Oscar Piastri got eighth, 14 points total. Lando crushed it, killed it. Lando's so what a good. guy. He's a he's a, he's a great. He's a great little dude. Um, what what I, I like about him. about these guys is they're not. They, they they start to do well, and their reactions. Are are mostly like very calm and collected and calculated, and to me it says like 
well, yes, I know how to drive the car. I know how to drive the car well. I should be doing good. I wish I was doing better. Uh, and that's that's so fascinating to me that they're that you know the Os- Oscar is a is a is a rookie and he's and he's already got multiple podiums and he's like well you know I could we could get more out of the car and I'm like that's that's crazy to me you know like yeah. that, that it's so like mathematically formulated like well yes this is the result that we were was calculated to achieve therefore i'm not gonna be crying on the podium yeah because i'm so excited that my dream is coming true yeah yeah i i like lando's vibe he ultimately though i feel like i've seen a lot of videos of him being like i'm disappointed in myself yeah. And then other people be yeah, like, Lando, Lando, no. There's like a video of Carlos being like, you can't talk about yourself like that. <laughs> it's like, it's like the, like, Carlos you can't talk about my teammate. best friend that way. Um, I'm sure he does. They love each other. Carlos and Charles. They're besties. Yeah, they but Charles, them. I feel like, beats himself Charles, up all the time. Yeah, Charles is going through it constantly. Going through it since I started watching this sport. Yeah. And he knows, he knows he's emo. He self-identifies. He, he writes piano ballads. Of course he's emo. <laughs> um, enjoy the points, McLaren boys. You're, you are currently my favorite boys on the track. You're fun to watch. And uh, you're little cutie patooties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's move on to Red Bull. 25 points. Uh, I, I, I paused for a second because I'm like, really? Oh, Red Bull? There's two teams that got more points than Red Bull? And then, of course, it's of because course. Checo Sergio Perez fucking biffed it. Biffed it. He nice having got first. pinched. Charles in between his teammate tried to go three around the yeah, first Carlos, corner. What what was his starting position? Fifth? Fifth, yeah. So at the first corner, he was so desperately were, trying to take the lead. Yes. He tried to overtake four cars. Yes. And like the Red Bulls were so fast down that i think that's a pretty long straight for before the first turn max had a a crazy jump he was he was it looked like he was up to speed immediately which is wild and check out an even better start than max according to their little speed i mean he was like neck and neck with max at the first turn which Mm -hmm. ultimately was the reason why (laughs) check didn't make it past that turn yes um really unfortunate he you know post-race interview i mean he was so upset uh this was oh yeah so uh for for the listeners i know you're casual fans uh sergio perez is mexican this is the mexican grand prix uh everywhere checo goes there are there are cheers for him from mexican fans they love checo uh and everybody knew going into the mexican grand prix 
that everyone would be cheering for Checo. Uh, there were a lot of cheers for Checo uh, in Austin last week in Austin. Obviously, pretty Texas is a neighbor to Mexico. A lot of Mexicans there showing support. So it was like in Austin, it was like this is only a preview of what we were going to hear for Checo next week in Mexico. Biffs it on the first turn. He he and he it was devastating for him. You could you yeah. know this race means everything to him. Yeah. I saw a video of him, uh, and I think it's a really embarrassing video out of context, but it was like him on stage holding a steering wheel, uh, mimicking the turns just from like listening to someone driving around the, this track, oh. <laughs> which like <laughs> on some level <laughs> impressive, maybe not, maybe don't do that on stage in front of a projector. That's a little sad, but I get it. Um, uh, he came out during the race to wave to fans. Yeah. And, he also, and when that happened, I noticed, uh, 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 I don't remember if it was Martin or Crofty. They were like, and the fans that stuck around uh, get to get to see him, so which then made me left. go like, people just left? Yeah, people left. Wow. They I can't imagine buying up. a ticket to a Formula One race for hundreds of dollars. Being like, if my guy crashed, I'm not even going to stay. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, he crashed. He, I mean, he he spun out. He he got some airtime. He spun out. Yeah, and then there's enough damage tried, to the car where he couldn't continue. They tried to fix it. They yeah. put that he was in... It was like the saddest shot of him still sitting in the car in the garage while they tried to see if there was anything they could do to the car. Uh, he looked like he was on the verge of tears. I'm sure he was. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a, a, a TikTok with the uh, you know the TikTok sad song, um, mm-hmm. and a bunch of shots of uh, well the shot of him uh, biffing it, the shot of yeah. him. Grabbing his mask, the shot of yeah. him wiping away his tears, the shot of Kristen Horner consoling Patting him. Patting him on the back. I did like the that. The shot of that him was waving nice. to the fans. Real bummer. Yeah. I did like when he went over to Christian and Christian was like patting him on the back. And then that kind of sent me down a thought spiral of like how close in age are they? Because this kind of just doesn't like in a way it's like a dad consoling a son, but also like brotherly christian can't yeah christian can't be that old i'd say checo is 33 maybe, which is i younger I, than i, I always think i would he is. say christian's like 15 years older than checo christian horner years. age i want to say he's pushing um, he's, 50 he has to have had work down he's pushing 50 he's 49 yeah um yeah he he had to have had work done right i don't know he's european I feel like I feel like everyone has better water outside of the United yeah, States. Yeah, but last week in Austin, everyone has better water. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's the... just L.A. But <laughs> uh, I'm drinking canned water in yeah. my own home. Yeah, of course. Uh, did you see the clip of last week in Austin where George Russell and Lewis were on stage, and George was like, "I've got like lines all over my forehead." And like eyes, and Lewis looks like that, and Lewis was just like black don't crack, bud. 
it's really good. I didn't get a chance to bring that up last week. I wanted to. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So Christian, it's, it was yeah, it was a real bummer. Uh, for Checo, uh, because it is, it is, it is fun seeing Checo in the Mexican Grand Prix. The Mexican Grand Prix is fun. I, I am. Yeah, I, I think I would go to the Mexican Grand Prix over any of the other American Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty. It's it's a three hour flight for me. I've never been to Mexico City. I'd love to go. I've never been to and Mexico. And I love those grandstands around yeah. around that one turn. That seems like a great spot to watch the, the stadium. Race. Yeah, I think that place looks cool. Uh, hey, would love to go. I could also go visit. I've visited Canada for the first time to go watch Formula One. Like I visit Mexico for the first time to go watch Formula One. Hey, something... Something I something I bet we could get everyone else on the pit wall interested in doing, going to Mexico City. Marty a hundred percent would go. And he has no reason to, but I he'll drop anything to go to Mexico. I All swear right. to God. The next the next uh headgum offsite should be Mexico he, City during he was the <laughs> during the Grand Prix. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyway. Anyway, uh, Max's little Max sombrero won. was the really sombrero funny. Sombrero was great. Of course, uh, they brought back the. Oh, it's so good. Let me see if I uh, now that I'm now that I'm sharing audio. Uh, the Formula One theme song, mariachi theme. My favorite. Uh, it's really good. Let's see, is this it? Oh, this Introducing is a... custom t-shirts. No. <laughs> Sticker music. No. Let's try this one. Wherever your business no. needs to show up, of course. Print can print it. Like now you kind of know what Jeff feels oh, like, pups. though. This isn't it. This or, is I guess... F1 theme song, special edition Mexico. Well, okay. Zoom, not zoom. Scroll. Okay. Wait, here we go. Yeah. It's so good. It is really good. We should have requested this at Amir's wedding. <laughs> you think the mariachi band would be like, of course, the Formula One mariachi theme song? Of course we know it. <laughs> it would have been really cool if they did, though. Um, now so imagine good. a 26-year-old boy sitting, sitting on a car. On, the, on a car. Arm he's on resting on his knee. He's honest. Well, there's a there's an elevated stage. Let's paint the picture. There's an elevated stage. All the fans are crying. Booing. Ah, boo, boo. We want Checo. Boo. Mm-hmm. On in the stage, rising up on a on a platform, the winning car, Max Verstappen's Red Bull. Sitting on top of the car, Max Verstappen. Sitting on top of Max Verstappen. A giant, a giant sombrero, sombrero. <laughs> and obviously the first thing you see is the sombrero <laughs> rising from the ashes uh it's, it's so funny that he just chooses to sit like that he did that last year too he sits with his knee up arm resting on his knee posing yeah, it's, it's, it's totally I, totally posed i sent 
a video of Lewis uh, in the same situation where he'd won. He's fucking standing. He's surfing that car as it rises to the top. He's jumping around. He's cheering. He's having a great time. He looks like a real champion. And Max is like, I'm going to ride this uh, ride this puppy up, collect my little trophy, and get on my jet. Take off and the sombrero as fast as I possibly can. Which, fair. It looked like a great sombrero. I, I said that in the chat. It looked like it a high good. quality hat. Yeah. Uh, I wonder no, who, looked, who made it. He looked good in the sombrero. I thought it served him well. He was having fun. Um, what else is there to say? Nothing. Nothing Nothing left to say about those guys. We have to move on uh, to Mercedes. Uh, 27 points for Mercedes. George Russell got six. Lewis Hamilton got second and passed his lap. Slay. Um, I talked enough about George. Um, loved his little pre-tape. Don't really know what he was doing during the race outside of yelling at Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis, what a guy. Lewis what came in second, but it, it for the most part, he was like on an island uh yeah like when he took second that was kind of the last it, yeah we saw of him during which the was race. nice that was a nice feeling to have two people on their own little islands in the yeah. front uh it made max's lead feel better i guess also like they did have the standing restart so you know other stuff yeah. could have happened then too, but yeah, the restart. Yeah, we we haven't talked about it that much, but it was it was not as exciting as what was that race earlier in the season where they had three red flags in a row and every single restart <laughs> someone crashed. I don't remember, but that was nuts. <laughs> Forgot about. I was that. like, here we go, here we go, and it was yeah. like such an Especially, uneventful restart. <laughs> yeah, they were putting a lot of like they were talking a lot about like how everyone had pitted right before that restart, so like the tires weren't going to be warmed up for yeah. anyone. People were on hard, so it's going to be even worse. Like they're going to be slipping and sliding because apparently mm-hmm. that track is slippery. News to me. Um, but hey, he pulled through only. A light amount of complaining. At one point, he was like, the car is beautiful, which was cute. Uh, yeah, he's a happy boy. And that's really all I care about. Um, all we care about on the show at the end of the day is that Lewis Hamilton is happy. Yeah. And then he flirted with Jensen Button. And it yeah, was great. I, I missed this. Please oh, it elaborate. It was great. He, Jensen, was conducting the post-race interviews, um, and Lewis was talking about uh, the track, and he was like, I had to, I had to uh, finesse some of those corners, kind of like you, and like, smiled and pointed at him, and Jensen Button couldn't respond. (laughs) (laughs) He... He was uh, tongue-tied. And it I saw was... a different clip after the race where it seemed like Lewis was flirting with the interviewer, where he was drinking 
a glass of... Of his agave spirit? Yes. Non-alcoholic spirit? Takes a sip and he goes, man, that's good. And the interviewer was like, I understand. Yeah, you're trying to sell that. And he's like, no, 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 it's not even that. It's 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 just it's really tasty. Have you tried it? Would you like a glass? <laughs> uh, what a gift. Yeah, he said he I, I misquoted. He said I was doing some sweet finesse. I was trying to drive like you to Jensen Button. <laughs> it was really cute. I yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah, I like Lewis. Um, also there are a bunch of, I'm, I'm waiting or a bunch of videos going around of him, uh, instructing Charles Leclerc how to stand for a, a photo that he was taking. He's like, go over here. I'll take your photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like snaps a photo. I got, I got to see this photo. I want to know where it is. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. These guys got a lot of points. Mercedes is getting a lot of points these days. But uh, I know, we all know deep down what they want is a first place finish. And they this deserve is all it. fun and games, especially over the last two years where it seems like they were really struggling to catch up. But the Red Bulls still haven't caught it. Uh, we saw a, a, a shot of Toto after Lewis crossed the finish line. Uh, with a little smirk on his face, didn't seem. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's still he wants a win. This is it's been so long. Yeah, you could tell that that that's that's what Toto wants. Obviously, Lewis wants a win, but at least Lewis seems like he's pretty happy and having a good time. You know, Thank so he's God. won seven times championship. He's, and like he's let's be real, he's won eight, eight times. Yeah, he's won eight times, but <laughs> he's won seven times. Uh, and so he you get know, yeah, what, what what has he got got to be upset about? I get, I get his like, <laughs> hey, you know, I've already done everything that I could in this sport. I'd like one Not more yet. championship. Not but... yet. He, I don't think he thinks he's done everything he no, could. I uh, think. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying I think he's done. I think he's. Like he he genuinely doesn't have a lot to be like Charles Leclerc, you know. He doesn't have to be brooding and moody. He's he's done so much already that if he was like I so upset mean. about yeah not having won a race since twenty twenty one yeah uh, he's like he's upset about the larger implication of like the team not performing well and. Yeah what that means for everyone and what that means and like overall the sport and how it treats people like he's he's got bigger fish to fry yes yes but he does ultimately still really care yes uh and uh and i love that i love that for him i love that for us because of him and we will move on to our final team ferrari who got the most well tied tied with mercedes Uh, 27 points for Mercedes, 27 points for Ferrari. Carlos Sainz got fourth. Charles Leclerc got third. Another really solid team finish for Ferrari. Happy for them. Look at all those points. Um, I think Carlos is now tied with Alonso in the driver's standings, I want to say. 
um, yeah, tied for fourth. It's Max, wow. Checo, Lewis, Carlos, Fernando, Lando, Charles. George. Real bummer for for Fernando, man. He had such yeah. a hot start to this season, and he was holding yeah, on to that fourth place. It's a real fall from grace for him, to be Ugh. honest. Oh, <laughs> it's rough. It's Larry, a rough life. sell the team. Larry, come on. Um, now, yeah, I feel like Fernando's a guy. Talking about Lewis, like I, I feel like he could retire tomorrow and not give a shit. Oh, yeah, him and Lance Stroll, (laughs) both of them. Yeah, I think Lance would maybe feel like he let his father down, um, but Alonzo has nothing to lose. Uh, Yeah, uh, I don't know, something about something about both of them makes me think that they uh, lack empathy uh, so I can't imagine uh, sure 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 Lance wanting to impress his father or uh, Larry trying to do good by his son I can't picture either of those things happening okay fair enough fair enough um, a, a great race for the two Ferrari guys love to see them on the front row even though ultimately it did not matter and we all knew it wasn't gonna matter well we're all i like, mean how I are don't, they gonna I fuck don't know. this I up i didn't watch qualifying uh oh, but, yeah, fair enough but, fair. but when, they, when they announced the grid uh before the race i was yeah. i was rushing home from uh the from tacos the taco place yeah uh i was like well what yeah ferrari's one two but you Daniel read Ricardo's that on the second row <laughs> what the hell happened you heard that and you didn't immediately go oh they're gonna win because why would you? No, why would was, I do that? If it was Max, <laughs> if it was Max on the front row, you'd be like, okay, okay I know what this race is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But we all knew it wasn't going to last, but they did a good job for. They've been working together as a team really well. They're getting all, a lot of points by Which working together. Why these rumors about them separating is really upsetting me. They're they're and breathing down Mercedes necks in the constructors championship for second place. Mm-hmm. If they keep if they keep uh, getting, I mean, they both both Mercedes and Ferrari got the same amount of points this week, but yeah, you know, but, I could see Ferrari outscoring Mercedes. Yeah, it could happen. For the next three races. Because they've been just consistent, which is nice. It's good to see Charles Leclerc being consistent. Carlos, I would would say he was the original Mr. Consistency (laughs) before it was ever George Russell's title. Uh, There, you know, 2021 championship, I think, was the one where he had just, he was like the person that scored the most points in a row like just constantly scoring points who's doing great so i believe in them and ultimately really happy to see uh redemption for for the dq boys of last week yes same spots on the podium points not taken away this time floors of their car good as new that's what i want yeah, it really sends a message to, uh, to whoever <laughs> that guy was. To Joe Bauer. <laughs> who just looked at their cars only and disqualified them. <laughs> like, did it really make a difference? Because here they are in the same exact spot yeah, a week sucker. later. 
Um, um, and that's uh, that's that's it for all all the boys and their fast toys this week. Uh, here on the pit wall, when we watch something, we rate it. If we like it, it's a push push. If we don't like it, it's a box box. Now, I know we started this episode by saying, what is there to talk about? And we've been talking for an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And And to be fair, to be fair, a lot of it was about the killer. (laughs) I don't think I think we talked about the killer for maybe five minutes. (laughs) But if you would like us to talk about the killer for an hour and a half. Hey, maybe maybe we'll do do that uh, when there's no race. Uh, You know, sure, we'll watch car racing movies, but then also maybe we'll watch The Killer. Or Michael Fassbender's Road to Le Mans. Or what what was that? Or Michael Fassbender's Road to Le Mans. Road to Le Mans, yeah. Um, Marika, what do you give this race? I don't know what I'm going to give it yet. I think I got to give it a push-push. It did entertain me. Um, mm, yes, good I'm happy to see Charles get a little trophy. Or like, I like any time that there's flirting on and off the track, and there was both <laughs> in this race, and ultimately that's good to me. So it's a push push. Uh, I, I will say box push. Okay. Leaning box. Leaning box. But a little push. Little push. Uh, there was some good stuff, but 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 ultimately, uh, when I when I, if I'm gonna compare it to the other races this season that I have full chested given shove shoves to, <laughs> I can in good conscience give this a push push. Uh, sure. You, you know, even last week it was was captivating the entire time like i'll give me give me a race full of tire strategy yeah not not a a lot of that full of uh everyone being five to eight seconds apart from each other on the track Mm -hmm. uh and that's that's the mexican grand prix uh what's uh the the other thing that we talk about every race hottie of the week (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I think I got to give it to Jensen, but. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. He was around a lot. Uh, I saw some other people talking about a video clip of him uh, correcting Danica Patrick. And I don't usually condone, you know, that kind of behavior. (laughs) A man correcting a woman? Uh, just in general, the support of that. Yeah, like, yeah. I've, like the, I've yeah, seen that. I, I like Danica Patrick. Uh, I and, and don't I, really understand. I would love to know. You if don't understand she... why people don't like her. I could. I have a good idea. <laughs> I would love. I'm sorry, but you don't it's understand like, why men don't like her. I have well, a good no, idea. Well, <laughs> no, that's that's the thing. I keep saying not that, which is interesting. And it's also, I mean, I don't know. I think that she has said some weird things in the past. I think recently she was caught saying something kind of strange about female drivers, uh, which, you know, weird okay. for her, obviously. But um, she did. I, I think the general consensus that I was getting on uh, the F1 Twitter feed that I 
that pops up on my app yeah uh was that she was just saying some like misinformed things and also that people wish naomi would come back which i always wish for but i think Naomi's naomi great, yeah. is on uh, her honeymoon or something uh seems like she got married congrats to her and it's um, the americas right yeah, now exactly like, uh, of course danica's gonna be i don't mind danica if she did something worse please let me know i would love to know yeah i did she she and um i don't think it was rachel brooks i think it was someone else took over the grid walk for martin brundle they did a good job Oh, I th- maybe it was Bernie. It was Bernie Collins who thrilled to see her. Loved to see her. I missed the gridwalk. I was uh, trying to get tacos. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and they really just talked to like team principals and like strategists. But it was interesting. It was cool. It was like not a thing that normally gets to happen. And I mm. thought they did a good job. So, uh, yeah. But the and also the thing that I I think the clip of Jensen Button correcting her was like she just kind of made a statement about Lando Norris's character and he was like well hold on he didn't he didn't say that he said this sure and at the same time we do the same thing every yeah. week <laughs> I'll so. make a I'll make a statement but I'm not on live television anyway I love Jensen Button I think he's a little cutie I like that he got flustered by Lewis Hamilton and I hope that they smooch I'll give the hottie of the week uh, to Lewis Hamilton this week because he's uh, uh, he's got a million dollar smile and, <laughs> and he's got more than a million dollars. Yeah, he's uh, he was uh, he's he was real flirty with 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 Jensen and and uh, the the woman interviewing him after the race. I I don't I don't recall what her name is, but. Probably Rachel uh, Brooks. Would also Lewis Hamilton, if you're listening to this, would love to try your alcohol-free agave spirit. Yeah, Lewis, please send us a bottle or please, two. Lewis, Lewis, please. I, sub- I subscribed to the email feed to learn what it was, so I think I at least deserve a bottle. <laughs> Little bitch of the day. I mean, I hate doing this every week. But having to listen to the radio message of Slogan Sergeant. <laughs> I was also thinking. <laughs> like, I don't want the to. the breathing. The breathing pushed it over the edge. That is little bitch behavior. Yeah. And, and even though I, I defended it and I qualified why, why he was doing it, you know, but at yeah, the same time. At the same time. It's a little bitch. a lot. I originally was thinking of doing a double hottie of the week little bitch for Charles Leclerc because... I think while I think his uh, calling out everyone booing at him during the interviews was hottie of the week oh behavior, it's also a little bitch I, I behavior. Liked, I liked it a lot. It's like the epitome the of fact the, that both it's of like, them. Just, just, and the the shot of <laughs> he's standing the hand on hip. <laughs> the grandstands behind him. He's standing with his hand on his hip booze raining down on him and he's like guys it wasn't my fault (laughs) the fact that go anywhere just just an just a crowd of people booing him he's like guys please it's true it was i didn't want to do it yeah it like him acknowledging it hottie of the week behavior immediately being like you don't understand there was nothing else i could do (laughs) 
little bitch behavior, <laughs> but ultimately it was good either way. And I loved yeah. it. Yeah. So originally he was going to be my pick, but the, the radio message, unfortunately, uh, did Logan in. Yeah. Ugh. You, you gotta watch how you breathe. Otherwise we're coming <laughs> for you. You gotta watch how you breathe. Uh, fantasy standings. Oh boy. What do we got? I haven't, I haven't even checked even, after the race. Yeah, I don't look this week. And I was a little disappointed in myself because I did uh, consider choosing Daniel Ricardo for my team to replace um, Liam Lawson, but I chose Yuki Sonoda, and that was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, you're in first. Pyle's in second. Yeah, I'm in pick, third. Pick. Jeff's fourth. Jake is fifth. All the same for the public league. Ooh, I went up a lot of places somehow. Um, I'm 29th. Huge for me. Oh, wow. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Good for you. Uh, first place, Creamer. Second place, Yukilicious Rice Noda. Third place, Timnanda Redux. Fourth, Rigby's Rhinos. Fifth, Party Down Force. Sixth, The Stroll Trolls. Seventh, Quick Boys. Eighth, Bucks Boosters. Nine, bye-bye, Bonotto. And in 10th place, rounding it out, Speed Casers. Let's go! <laughs> oh, it feels good to be back in the top 10 of the public league, I must say. I was in there earlier in the season. I think I dropped back to 30th, maybe 40th. And the fact that I am back in the top 10. You oh, beat it out. feels good. I, will, I do just need to give a, give a shout out to this name because that's the first time I've seen it. And it's funny. You beat out. Um, do I make you Horner, baby? <laughs> that's really good. Place. I'm sorry. Do I do I make you Horner, baby? Uh, that you have to be looking at my <laughs> rear. At least for the next two weeks. Winky face emoji. Peach Winky emoji. Face, peach. Uh, no, there's a race next week. Wow, they're doing four races in a row? Or there's, is there a week off before Vegas? Week uh, off Vegas? before Vegas. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a race next week. The Brazilian Grand Prix. Um, but until then, follow us on Instagram, at PitwallPod. Slide into our DMs. Send us a quick cue. It's been a while since we've had a quick cue. Uh, and, and remember, it doesn't need to be a question about, like, who do you think will win the race? Who do you think will drive a car? It could be stuff like, what kind of color do you think a car should be? You know, <laughs> ask us anything. <laughs> I will say someone did send in a quick cue, but we can save it for next week. We'll save it for next week. Uh, follow us on Inst- or, uh, our TikTok at PitwallPod. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple and Spotify. It helps the show. We need... To grow this show. We so do. So you can hear us at the race. At the race, yeah. One race, at least. We can and go look. to a race and we can talk to fans and say, like, who's hotter? Yeah. Jensen Button or... <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> Your mom. Don't you want to see think- us making that content <laughs> in Austin next year? Uh, we'll save that question for next time. Yeah. Um, or, or, yeah, or another question. You, you could submit that to us. <laughs> uh, yeah. And ultimately, like, uh, you could say, well, you need more hosts uh, 
to get the listeners because you advertise five hosts and there's only two on this recording. And to that we say no. To that we say no. <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have time. You know how hard it is to manage five schedules? It's a challenge. Get off our back. <laughs> Jake Ruh, said he would come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get Jake on for for Vegas. I feel like Vegas should be a, a big an extravaganza. We'll uh, all wear tuxedos. Yeah, maybe we should. Ugh, I don't want to make any promises. Let's go we'll just live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commentary episode of the race. I don't know. Who knows? If that sounds interesting to you, let us know. Uh, we got a couple weeks. We can figure it out. We're, we are all stars here uh, at the football. Uh, room, room to all, to all be beep. We'll see you next week. Bye. That was a HeadGum original.